Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here at the HR Lady. We are back talking with John Rubino. Hey, John. Hello. Great to be back with you. Yeah. Thank you for all your information so far. We're here uh, educating our listeners about cash compensation programs, total cash compensation programs, really, you know, talking about variable pay and, and paying people for their performance is what it comes down to. When we were wrapping up our last session, we talked about the fact that we need you know, everybody in the organization to be on board with this, meaning, you know, you need to have vision, you need to have um, paper performance metrics, you probably need to have smart goals and KPIs and everything else. And the one thing I want to remind our, view, our listeners is, while this sounds like a, a lot, in the end, if you're not doing it, you're just paying people to show up, not necessarily work and produce, right, John? You got that right. Reminds me of the old slogan of the Soviet Union. We pretend to work and they pretend to pay us. That's what that's how you breed (laughs) mediocrity into organizations. Variable pay breaks out of that trap. But again, as you mentioned, Wendy, the environmental issues, cultural issues have to be analyzed. Are you ready for variable pay? Question, ahead, JC, question real question? quick. Yeah, so so just to clarify, and I know we're, we kind of touched on this before, but to circle back for those just tuning in right now, when we're saying total cash compensation, we're saying variable pay, we're saying this is not just base salary, but this, John, is also overtime payments. It would be bonuses, uh, incentives. What What else would be included there? Well, you know, there are different types of variable pay programs. Variable pay is kind of the umbrella term. One aspect of variability are bonus payments, as you mentioned. A bonus is what we call an after-the-fact reward, where an event has to occur, then you would do the lump sum payment. Like you finish a project on time or before time, that triggers a payment to everyone on that team. Incentive pay are more structured programs where you can include all of your employees at the beginning of the year, you establish what percent of base pay you're going to pay your employees based on competitive analysis and what the company can afford. You establish those KPIs and those metrics and performance goals. And every employee knows at the beginning of the year how much they're going to receive at the end of the year if X, Y, and Z happens. So that would be the two major parts of variability. There's also recognition programs, catching employees doing something right and rewarding them immediately for it. Doesn't have to be a lot of money. It could be $25. It could be a gift certificate. You know, psychologists tell us that we are more motivated by rewards that come immediately after the qualifying event than if we had to wait a year to get it. Now, did you need a psychologist to even tell you that? That is just <laughs> common knowledge. Right. Recognition programs can be very powerful because they do recognize employees immediately for the value they add. All right. So total cash compensation, the sum of both 
the set and variable parts of cash pay and the value of set variable and long-term incentives, that's going to be total direct compensation. And together, that's the total compensation package. So when we're thinking from the small business owner perspective, dipping their toes in the water, they're listening to this. Geez, that's a lot. I'm thinking about getting it started. Can I even legally do something to grow this package in my state? I mean, there's Wendy, we were talking before John came uh, came on the program, you and I, about some, there's some legal considerations too, right, Wendy? Yeah, so that that's what my, my questions are. I have some notes here is uh, educate our listeners uh, briefly. You know, how does this work with hourly employees um, and, and the FLSA in the United States, the Fair Labor Standards Act? Sure. You know, one thing very fortunate about working in the United States is the government generally takes a hands off view when it comes to employment law. We do have some employment law here, but everything's relative. I do a lot of work in the European Union where the government is just unbelievably restrictive and there are many mandates that must be followed in the employment arena. But here in the U.S., you mentioned the Fair Labor Standards Act. That's probably the major one for our non-exempt employees, our support employees. And, of course, there's rules and regs that need to be followed to determine who is an exempt who is exempt from that law and who is not exempt. And mainly, you know, there's a lot of uh, complication there, but the bottom line is how much management discretion does the job have? The the less management discretion, odds are it's going to be a non-exempt job, which means they must be paid overtime. Now, the important thing with variable pay and this is where our government gets involved and all of our states are involved, too, is you must include not only the base pay, but the overtime pay for your non-exempt employees before you calculate the variable lump sum you're going to get. Now, Wendy and JC, as you know, states alter. You know, states like Massachusetts and California were very employee friendly. They calculate overtime on a daily basis. So overtime payments in relation to the compounding of the lump sum could be very expensive to organizations. 110%. And John, in California, I mean, you can make $110,000 and you're going to spend 75% of that just to put gas in your tank. It's expensive out there. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Without a doubt. And so we need to analyze. And of course, I'm I'm not a lawyer. I always say seek legal advice. Make sure that you know what your state, because as we know, if the state is more favorable to the employee than the federal, you must follow the state mandates so analyze all the states you operate in make sure you cross your t's dot your i's you you don't want to go counter to the law because then you're opening up all kinds of doors of trouble for you are there ever concerns of equal and fair opportunity though Uh, concerns uh, related to ada issues or even the appearance of even though there might be good faith on the intent of the endeavor is there ever negative impact that needs to be overcome to move forward in a variable pay type situation, John? Yeah, especially with somebody who might have a disability. 
Yes. You know, and of course, all of these laws and mandates, they must be adhered to and analyzed first. And then you design your programs around them. So to me, these are just foundational issues. These are just good governance and good management issues that need to be adhered to. Once they're adhered to, the plans themselves evolve. They don't have to run counter to any of these mandates. With ADA, make sure your job descriptions are written non-discriminatorily. Make sure that, well, the big issue now is pay transparency, talking specifically about compensation. And this is where job evaluation needs to come in. Do you want to spend a couple of minutes talking about job evaluation and market pricing? Sure. In our next episode, we can do that. I want to really quickly say a disclaimer here. We are not lawyers, none of us on here. So make sure that you check with an employment attorney in your state, literally probably down to your zip code because your county and your city might have their own rules. With that said, thanks for listening to episode four of our five-part series on successful total cash compensation. Up next, we are going to talk a little bit more about what John was just discussing and I want to also uh, help our viewers um, with effective communication when they're announcing, even just looking into total cash compensation programs. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.